0: Dave Fanning on 2FM. Now when you decide to make a movie or a TV show about a real life person you open yourself up to a world of criticism the most obvious recent example of this is Andrew Dominic's Blonde which came to Netflix at the end of September it's a take on the life and career of Marilyn Monroe and it's attracted controversy amongst critics and audiences alike playwright, comedian and writer Kevin Gildee is here now to talk about Blonde and the leeway that you can take with a biopic or a biopic whichever you like before it becomes something else entirely so Kevin welcome once again to the programme first of all what was it about Blonde that was so controversial firstly
1: I think it was uh, the idea of exploiting Marla Monroe once again uh, they felt that they were using her and destroying her memory and that she'd already lived a tough life yeah. but um, it's quite interesting because it is a very harrowing film but as some people have pointed out if you look at it in terms almost as a horror film or a genre film. I think it's like a Frankenstein of fame where she's actually not the monster. Everybody else is the monster. And I think it's a brilliant film about trauma. I think it captures something about the disembodiment of trauma, the inability to sort of connect with real life from early childhood trauma and trying to deal with that and creating inappropriate relationships. But it's like a ghost story because she's haunted by this version of herself that she's created to sort of avoid trauma. But also everybody else wants to be that version which is ultimately a void because they get so much out of it so it's like a vampire film as well I think it's a brilliant horror masterpiece but it's brilliantly inventive yeah, it's a great film. <laughs> okay, but it's harrowing, enough. I'll give you that. Yeah, it is. You don't think it's
0: degrading or exploitative? or You
1: know, it's quite interesting. Like, it is, is it degrading? I mean, for Nasty, me... Nasty, voyeuristic? Voyeuristic and purient. It's very hard to get any enjoyment. Like, the scenes where she's been dragged around, is topless. Um, it's totally harrowing and ho- almost at times horrible to watch. I don't see that you get a buzz out of that. For me, she became, it could have been like any huge celebrity. Mm. When you become that big, you become a type of icon. And in this, it sort of plays this trouble relationship the real Norma Gina has with this creation she's inhabited. So for me, the guy in this case uses that to create this brilliant examination or essay of fame and the yeah, I'd leave out the word damage, brilliant there. I've damage. seen it
0: myself. It is an examination of everything you say, but I don't think it's necessarily brilliant. I found it kind of tedious. I found it pretty pretentious, to be perfectly honest. And to be like, obviously, it is brutal in all the things we said earlier on. And uh, I find it kind of bloated, a bit kind of, you know. Well, I know. I f-
1: I, for me, I found it usually imaginative. And Because, I it,
0: well, the busy way it's done, different different aspect of the film, different well,
1: back and forth. For me, that worked. Black and, and white it, colour sort of that captured the sort of fragmentary nature of a consciousness that's sort of suffering from trauma Mm. and also huge drug use like granted it's not a film for everybody because it's not a traditional like story or a narrative it is broken up that's why I think he's got a huge ambition for what he's doing and it's valid for me he's trying to make and a piece of art you know and I think if you're going to take anything like somebody's life of course we'll discuss it further cases where it's dodgy and everything else but if you're going to make a film of somebody's life or make a film of a book as in this case which was also fiction yeah fiction she said it's not a biography Joyce Carol Oates a renowned writer her book was shortlisted for the Pulitzer you know she also writes stuff that's gothic and leaning to the horror genre so there's a sensibility there and they're trying to create something new and totally different and I think personally they achieved it, you obviously didn't but there you go. You no, know, they
0: achieved what you're talking about but I'm not sure what you're talking about is as, it should be as elevated as you make it out to be, I mean I'm not looking for like for instance I presume you would imagine that or you were to say that a lot of just let's say music people's biographies which I've seen an awful lot of and thought you know I don't think I'm going to really like this like uh, Taylor Swift of No Interest, I really enjoyed it Miss Americana, um, or Notorious B.I.G I really enjoyed it, it was just good, whatever. But I quite like a story that just tells the story and you're gonna say, Yeah, but you could read that in the book. I didn't go to the
1: cinema to, to read a book. But that's fair enough, but then you're going to the cinema for a different reason to why I'm going to the cinema. Because I want a bit more. Like if you take a film like The doors was it The Doors? When Jim Morrison, Oliver yeah. Stone, like uh <laughs> you know for me I love that film because Oliver Stone's making so it's got some energy and stuff like that yeah these but are sort s- of almost dramadocs. well
0: they're certainly dramas yeah but he try- yeah.
1: He made it a bit more but yeah. you watch some drama docs like oh listen da-
0: like Bohemian Rhapsody didn't do it for me for instance that's not the story of Queen or anything yeah, else oh, what about it? the or one about Elton John Elton John I thought was better but still not good enough they're a bit ploddy they are a you bit know, ploddy you need yeah. to
1: inject something yeah. different into that. Yeah. Yeah. and what uh, this film is injecting is definitely it's got an art house sensibility it does so if you want to go to the IFI then you'll love this if you don't yeah, yeah. then you're probably looking at it going this is the worst biopic yeah, I've no, ever I, seen I
0: can see like everything you're saying it's just I don't know it's just I'm I, I can. I'm kind of with the people who give out about it I'm just kind of going next it's also too long although you could say that's a ridiculous thing to say No
1: I would agree with that that right. it is too long I yeah. just think for me there's an like even the early scenes of childhood where they're going through the, that the fire Yeah but yeah. initially It's the trauma So you go in, in another biopic That'd be Oh this bad thing happened She got locked in a cupboard Instead the way the cupboard Is shot from inside The fire particularly what becomes about the toilet an, The, the sh-
0: toilet's being shot from inside She, she pukes on your face
1: toilet there brilliant imagination but the fire was brilliant as a kid because it wasn't just in a fire do you became, mean the, the it, LA fire outside or the fire of the house the F- LA fire outside yeah. became hallucinogenic yeah. it was like oh it, no tra- but for me there was a lot of that imaginative and transformative stuff in the film yeah
0: <laughs> have you seen okay here's an example from that they got about 100% <laughs> everywhere have you seen uh, the David Bowie one the recent
1: David Bowie one I haven't but it's on my list I wanted to see that but You'll, that's a do- documentary isn't you're going to love it I do because I adore him yeah um, I wh- thought it, was like, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm on my own here I thought it was like, a bit like oh, seriously it's more about the director than it is about David Did Bowie Did you I'm, not like it? No I, I didn't There's an awful lot about it that I liked and I absolutely love David Bowie But I Too just many
1: not, arty angles for you?
0: No too many arty in, insertions like I mean bits of Eisenstein's movie from the 1920s <laughs> a million things like this and little clay figures it's like a stop Like it's this guy who's made the movie oh. who I interviewed here on the programme but it's just that like you know I think it's more it says more about him Brett whatever his name is than it says more about David of Bowie. anyway it doesn't matter it, Like you'll still enjoy well, and there's bits and pieces in it that you've never seen before because the Bowie estate gave them stuff it's fantastic like way. I've
1: got friends who saw it boy Bowie fans who loved it some of them did say it was a bit long but that's an interesting thing saying it was more about him than about the film well I think it was for yeah. me I think if you're a certain type of filmmaker then you're an artist, yeah, that well, well, you see, and is, you're creating something. Like, different. David Bowie is
0: from a different planet, we all know this. David Bowie's a freak, or whatever. David Bowie's different, that's why he's so great, he's fantastic, and all this. But your man made him out to be the kind of freak that I don't think he was, you know. It's just, I don't know, yes.
1: but it's sort of funny. It's about our ideas about what somebody was. Uh, one uh, thing I love, which I haven't seen either, was I'm not there, yeah, to buy a of yeah. Dylan where yeah. six, seven six different seven, people, including,
0: including female,
1: including Clay, Kate Blanchett played yeah. him. Like yeah. that sounds like a brilliant idea, yeah, it and was. That says something about um, the difficulty in, there is no one story of life. Like people who know me would have a different story to other people who know me,
0: to other people, yeah. to
1: Dave who thinks yeah. I'm an minority farty guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Everybody
0: would have different perceptions. Yeah. I know, but like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, the, the, just getting back to Marilyn Monroe, like, how many times do we need to see her on screen? But like, Hollywood was bad to her. We know Hollywood's bad to an awful lot of people. And I don't know. But something. I
1: guess for me, the story wasn't Hollywood was bad for her. It was creating a depiction of a type of exploitation. OK, well, then
0: hold on. Let's go to the bit of making bits up. OK, now, for instance, like, regardless of whatever, Edward G. Robinson's son and um, Charlie Chaplin's son. Mm. The two of them together in this movie have a relationship with uh, Marilyn Monroe. Mm. It would seem that in real life this is all just hocus pocus. And a lot of things in these things are as you well know. Was it hocus pocus? I think so.
1: Yeah, right. I, See, I, I wasn't there, I don't know. You're not that old. <laughs> Back in the 30s. <laughs> you're not a vampire. No, no. Uh, I don't know, is that true? Well, on, All what about, I can say within the film, I, I love that relationship. What about the bit of JFK? Seriously, there's a rocket you
0: know, going off at the same time I'll, with the television? Well, I will tell
1: you exactly. Please. Well, I'll tell you about it because do we want to spoil it? Like for me, that scene was brilliant. It was darkly hilarious. It was almost like a Stanley Kubrick scene. It was so dark. And it also, The rocker, her look, it was also comic in a very dark way. A lot of people criticised that for misogyny. But the one thing about that, that possibly, probably, that scene never happened. But it, it distilled into, an essence, the sexual voraciousness of JFK. It in distills
0: into an essence the sexual voraciousness of JFK in terms of the way that. you see it and what you've read down through the years. It's not necessarily that angle. He was a voracious. Man. I know, but it's not necessarily that angle. I mean, like for instance. No, but a, he
1: was sexually voracious. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. Wasn't okay. he? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Allegedly. And, she, and she's, Allegedly, and she's completely out of her box in that whole scene on so many drugs and you know, Like it's it's really it really ramps it up. She's basically kidnapped to get there.
1: Well no She goes there of her own free will But oh, then yeah. she's kidnapped oh, yeah. afterwards yeah. Well she says I've got a great relationship with JFK Before she's herded in To be abused by him.
0: Okay Rather than keep going on About this one I wanted to talk to you About <laughs> the other one as well In fact I'll tell you what I'll play a tiny bit from it It's on Netflix at the moment uh, You can watch it very easily I'm sure Blonde is what it's called Here's 15 seconds of it Kevin Gildee This is for you
1: Thanks. I played Marilyn Monroe Marilyn Monroe Marilyn Monroe Doing another scene with Marilyn Monroe.
0: I can't face doing another scene with Marilyn Monroe because she felt she was never Marilyn Monroe, she was Norma Jean. And in <laughs> fact, 80% of the movie, she was always called Norma Jean as well by every person. Oh, by the way, just, just the little bits <coughs> of the uh, the final bit of the Frankenstein and Mad bits and that. When she was doing Red Carpets um, and the camera goes up in the air, and like those bits of uh, from some like a hot and is this the Seven Year itch as well I think those ones all those kind of ones when the dress goes up
1: yeah and um, she was we've, we've got to give credit to the what do you think of uh, all the
0: gargoyles in slow motion all over the place you yeah, know where they extended good, yeah. the mouths I, yeah. I thought
1: it was brilliant right. and it's yeah. still, it yeah, shows yeah. what he's well, doing but I also I we have to you're say from. we have to say her performance was absolutely her amazing. performance was
0: astonishing nah, it yeah, was, yeah, she ma- really yeah, she really is good yeah. but
1: also if you look at the men she collected around her like DiMaggio wanted to protect her ended up beating her Yeah. even the way DiMaggio
0: was just this failed hero he was a moron he was horrible he He was violent he
1: He couldn't take it the way he
0: started was lovely
1: he wanted to protect but what I love about it is the way the essence of different people they became monsters themselves even the playwright um, Arthur Miller Miller. he sort of was distant in some way everybody there was was a complete
0: distance between the two of them there was never any real kind of I don't know connection and also more importantly I think by that stage too she really was on the prescription drugs
1: yeah but I also think that everybody um, related to in terms of this huge image and she couldn't escape yeah. it yeah. and there was glimpses of her, of her intelligence when she's talking to him yeah you never oh.
0: saw any of that at all it was well, terrible but you did see that no, no you never saw it properly but, I mean it was never well,
1: for me you did but what the way it showed you it never allowed it it was very short but they did allow it but it was showing how it wasn't allowed to come out That's read, what I mean. in the context of this film I'm yeah. not saying in yeah. her yeah. real life she never life. saw the
0: chance right okay so let's just go to something else here now which is uh, I don't know what, oh yeah uh, okay <laughs> it, 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 just the word
1: exploit Do you think it was exploitation? You know for me it was an exploration of exploitation Right. so okay. anybody yeah. who found it exploitative I think it was exploring certain ideas and it's totally valid that's my argument and it's also unlike you I found it a brilliant piece of filmmaking not totally all the time Yeah. but that guy did uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever bath. that film, yeah. which was like a fairy tale <laughs> film Andrew <laughs> yeah. Dominic Nick, is and Nick
0: a, Cave again the music yeah, always he's Nick a really Cave.
1: interesting filmmaker he's
0: yeah. not, is the purpose of these biopics or bio Picks, whatever, to mythologize the person, or is that a byproduct, maybe unintentional?
1: You know, I think uh, in any way, when you put somebody on screen, there's a type of mythology going on. You know, I think it's quite interesting with the general, like John Borman's film with Martin Cowell. Yeah. Like, I remember watching that, and considering what we're talking about here, if felt this is a bit dodgy because Ireland's so small he's gone he's killed people and done things in this small population whereas in America it seemed okay because it's so huge but I remember Borman talking about it and he he shot it he Shot it in color, but did uh, produced it, put it out in black and white. And he said the two reasons were one, because he made it himself, financed himself so he could, and two, so he would have distance from that very thing Mm. of feeling that Mm -hmm. it's too contemporary and people have been hurt, and to make it mythic and connected with people from the past, these people like Jesse James from the assassination of Jesse James. So it's that interesting thing. Where does the boundary end of sort of like a real person um, versus some sort of mythic person when he allowed to start talking about them? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yes. Um, from any kind of angle at all, the general was a monster. Is that good? No. Oh
1: yeah, oh, sorry, I thought you were afraid monster was a way of saying the film is great. No, no, <laughs> no. no, no. We, <laughs> two we, monsters.
0: We, we need not, for, At least, we, we, we shouldn't forget that.
1: Yeah, he totally was, but he yeah. wasn't, but he was also, uh, this is the thing, as a character for fiction, yeah. he was interesting, yeah. I- intelligent to the point of like strangely almost a bit of a genius, hilarious, but then he was a complete, Bastard. You know, he killed people, he hurt people, he destroyed lives.
0: Yeah, How far do you think filmmakers are justified in stretching the truth to help a story along? I mean, can you make an entertaining film sticking rigidly to the facts?
1: You know, I think there's certain films like, what is that? The Beauty of Information website, is it? Or Information of Beauty. Basically, they do a thing when they look at what biopics were factual and related to the facts. I think Selma... Um, do, um, do you watch a movie that's supposedly
0: based on a true story? I go straight to Wikipedia and all the other things and try and find out did this what? happen or not happen.
1: <laughs> I did. I, t- I did. It's amazing. I how many I did that with yeah. Dahmer?
0: Oh yeah, I haven't seen the Dammer program. Uh, the Dahmer. Yeah.
1: I was watched the first one and I was just going, "This is really interesting," but I don't know if I can watch this. So I looked it up on Wikipedia and then I ended up watching it and everything mm. that was on Wikipedia. Don't. Read Wikipedia. We'll talk about drama. <laughs> don't read it. But is it a lot of biopics depend on the person who's directing them and how they transform. Yeah. I think if if anything is like a work, it's got to be a div- you've got to transform it in some way. So if you stick to so the you're facts. not
0: allowed to just tell the
1: story. I mean, like I've seen the series yes, on are, TV
0: about Uber, about Theranos, about WeWork, about Dobsic and about the Sackler family and other words. And all of these are drama documentaries of seven or eight part series. Yes, I do have a lot of time. Stop looking at me like that. So the
1: point about <laughs> it is about all Monster. of these.
0: Series, I found them all just fascinating and I look up the facts and 90% of it is
1: there it's, yeah it, but they're it's, drama docs documentaries yeah, yeah. but I'm saying watch them if you want some of the best stuff at the moment is documentaries it's like a golden age documentary yeah, absolutely. it's brilliant but for me the reason I like love Blonde or I'm Not There or you know maybe not so much the general but they transform no, it into you. something yeah. else yeah. you know it's yeah. like yeah.
0: Yeah. that's not, what I love I'm just know. saying you don't have to do that that's the point
1: of course you don't have <laughs> to do that but if you've got a thing where <laughs> it's just like blob plod 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 fact, well, fact see, this see, happened that not happened necessary. with no you
0: transformative I, I just mentioned a few things earlier on from everybody, everything from as bland as the Taylor Swift one and something else and I still enjoy the immensely. it gives me a story here's the general
1: <laughs> you were a gold bar short in your last run where the f*** is it I never would. Jesus, I swear on my mother's life. So did I grow legs and run away? Honest. Own up. And I'll leave you off for a hiding.
0: That's it from the movie. That is, I words, think John Borman's movie. Yeah.
1: What you were saying earlier, I think you also mythologize it by having such a wonderful human being, stroke actor as Brendan Gleeson playing it. Yeah. Do you know yeah, immediately absolutely. You're identifying with that person. Exactly. Which is possibly one of the problems. Uh,
0: I, absolutely. What about Mark Zuckerberg and his movie? What was What was the, the Social Network? Yeah, that was a brilliant film. I thought it was fantastic.
1: I mean, any film that can make drama out of when you look back in it, it's just loads of people sitting in a lot of different rooms talking. Amazing. Yeah. Apparently, he came out of that quite badly he and I, I would have some does, s- yeah i would have some sympathy for him you're going you know i mean there's uh, for me it's like he's telling the story of what happened now again he transforms it in his way because he manages to dramatize talking which is brilliant but you're going that's quite recent that guy's still alive why aren't more people coming out and saying hey this poor guy's been represented yeah. although the fact that he's one of the richest people in the world probably people are going to have you all right Okay, okay. I'll, I'll throw another one at you um, Braveheart You know Braveheart was like I mean it's Mel Gibson dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson what do you expect You know i i tell you another thing Like that truth thing Like it's quite funny Talking about the facts Because we're actually living In a moment where Where are the facts anywhere They're disputed even on the news Of course It's quite strange Yeah Sometimes you can have a film That doesn't follow the facts Or leaves facts out Yeah But it actually captures An essence and a oh. truth The way poetry of does Absolutely You know you love yeah. poetry Don't of you I do monster, but you, but do you know what I mean? There's different ways of capturing the truth, and you can leave out stuff and even bend some truth and capture a greater capture a greater truth if you're a certain type of writer, Of course, you can put the facts on like the doors he followed more or less what happened but he because he's Oliver Stone he gave it a kinetic zing and excitement you know yeah okay
0: so Ryan Murphy's drama Dammer now you said you've seen that I haven't seen it you certainly saw the first one it's caused major concern Um, so close in time possibly to the actual horrific events is that exploitative what did you see Dammer no haven't seen it why not i thought had giving give me a break <laughs> oh, come on
1: it sounds like you can watch okay, everything I'll, if you want to I'll watch it okay <laughs> I was I thought oh, I'll watch this I, you know usually I wasn't I don't know what I thought and I started watching it and the actor is brilliant he's really brilliant and then after watching one I was I, I watched one or two and I was going oh, I don't want to watch this so I read it on Wikipedia and then for some reason I went back to watch it and it's so brilliantly done but after the fifth, sixth, tenth time he's putting sachets into a cup to drug somebody else, going, I can't watch this anymore. But it is brilliant in terms of showing an understanding, not an excuse, but for why he ended up there. And he does have a story about how he ended up, and it's quite mm. a sad story. But this, but they do show like the stuff he did, and it's really tense and brilliantly done, but crazy. So if you were family of those relatives who died you might have an issue but on the other side there's always this interest in these extreme characters mm, yeah. like serial killers they're almost like being yeah. men, ghosts yeah. vampires yeah. and but they're unlike them they're, all, they're monsters who are human yeah. and I think there's a part of the human psyche that needs to confront them or is interested in them and goes how can that be so you know, I think it's valid, but obviously, some people are going to get hurt. And it also has a real phone call in the middle of it where this woman was concerned about one of his victims and the way the police fobbed her off. So it does have instances showing okay. he lived in a poor area. So it examines sort of system, some systematic racism yeah. and poverty and stuff leading to his victims.
0: By the way, we're talking to Kevin Guilty, and here's a bit of dammer. It's a sandwich. Thank you. I'll eat it later. Mmm eat it now I used to be a butcher I made that just for you go ahead
1: I don't know what's in that
0: it's just meat
1: what kind of meat
0: pulled pork
1: I'm not eating that
0: there's also a bit of a rant about Steve Coogan's movie about Richard III.
1: Yeah, it's directed by Stephen Frears and uh, <clears throat> this character who plays Philippa Langley, Sally Hawkins. She's, oh, she's brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, she's brilliant. Love her. But she plays sort of a member of some Richard III Third. Uh, um, his name... What was it? I love trying to try and pronounce it. Richard Plagenet, is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but she was an amateur archaeologist, part of the society, and said, he's buried here. We've got to dig here. So she was really big on pushing the whole excavation. And then the archaeologists joined in. And now the archaeologists are getting annoyed at the way they've been portrayed in the film, because it looks like they were being obstructive and oh, pushing right. her to the side. But the very nature of those type a lot of films, is you've got to create a sort of tension between two sides. The little person fighting against the Course. big people. Yeah. So yeah. they obviously did that. And whether it's valid or true, I don't know. But I have sympathy for anybody who. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, the archaeologists at home going, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know. All right, well, you go
0: on with it, all right. Okay, so that's uh, Steve Coogan's The Richard III. Just on, on the other note, we have been talking blonde and controversial biopics completely different now Kevin Gildee's brilliant bookshop I remember you were on here some time back and I would say you had this new bookshop you are opening this bookshop um,
1: you're closing it that's why I had to come on this I was on here when I opened it I had to come on because I'm closing it yeah they're selling the building so I have to go you mean you're not going to move I'm moving out no you're not going to move to another location not at the moment no I'm going to go back into like I've been doing stand up all the time but back into writing as well and then further down the line if the right place came up well, and what was it like when you had a bookshop was it good you know it was amazing like there was times I found this year quiet enough there was a type of tamped downness it was a weird post-covid yeah. thing people yeah. a bit worried about Ukraine future, say resa- all these weird things and I found it quite tamped down but I loved it it's one of my favourite things I ever done the people coming in looking uh, for was what? Like bargains or specific titles coming in looking for if I could find a specific title for somebody it was like my greatest achievement ever yeah, but then finding stuff they didn't know what they wanted just people mooching around like I would if I was going <laughs> into that shop a community of moochers that's right. what I love.
0: and I bet you were asked many times
1: have you read this by the way <laughs> I just end up saying I've read everything yeah, it right, just of course, yeah.
0: solves the problem I, I wouldn't doubt it Kevin Gildee thanks so much for dropping in come on yourself Kevin take it easy and go and Good luck with the writing.
1: Dave Fanning on 2FM.